Hey friends, welcome to Transform Podcast. So happy to have you here with me today for this very fun, very rich episode. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. I'm your host, Stephanie Zeller. I am an LA-based coach, speaker, and workshop curator. So I have several workshops that I run, and a lot of you listeners have been signing up for the workshops, and it's been so nice to get to know you. In this particular episode, I actually mention one of my workshops, which, depending on when you listen to this, may already be open for enrollment. So be sure to check out the resources. I always try to include some resources in the show notes. So be sure you check those out with every single episode. The purpose of this podcast is to distill the process of transformation, making it really simple, easy, tangible, and creating a space for you and prompting you to transform even while you are just listening to the episodes. And that's the coolest thing that I've heard from so many listeners is that they actually are transforming their life by number one, listening to the episodes and number two, applying all the things that they have learned. That is so key. And actually at the end of this episode today, I give you two little experiments that you can start to use right away to apply today's lesson, change your energy, change your outcome. I would really encourage you to actually use these experiments. Just listening to things does not actually change your life in general. You have to actually apply it in some fashion or form. And that's why I give you experiments to apply today's lessons. So grab a friend, send this podcast episode to two, three, four, five, ten of your friends and see if anybody is down to take part in this experiment with you. And I would really encourage you to use the experiment and also talk to somebody else about what their outcome of the experiment is because we learn so much from one another, do we not? Wherever you are listening to this podcast, please make sure that you subscribe so that you can be notified when future episodes are released. If you want to know a little bit more about me, you can check out episode one, which is who is Stephanie and what is this podcast? And right now, you know, I am doing this podcast for free on my own time. I'm not seeking out sponsors or anything. And so one way you could really support me and the show so that I can keep trucking along, keep doing the show is by rating and reviewing the show. So Spotify now has ratings. It's so fast. I have rated about 10 of my favorite podcasts. You just scroll up to the top, hit the stars, give me five stars. I super would appreciate it. And if you are listening on Apple, please write a review. You guys, this really means so much to me, and it only takes you about one minute. would mean so, so much. You can find a link to do that in the show notes, and that just really helps the podcast to scale and helps me meet more people just like you and helps me to keep going, keep going along with this podcast journey. So without further ado, let's dive right in to today's episode of Transform. Hey friends, thanks so much for joining me. Today we're going to talk about energy management, how to 
sense your energy, how to manage your energy, what energy management actually is. Have you ever heard that saying, everything is energy? Albert Einstein said, everything is energy and that's all there is to it. And then in that same quote, he said, match the frequency of the reality you want and you cannot help but get that reality. It can be no other way. This is not philosophy. This is physics. Everything is energy and that's all there is to it. Match the frequency of the reality you want and you cannot help but get that reality. It can be no other way. This is not philosophy. This is physics. My man. Anybody else have an Albert Einstein obsession? Maybe it's just me. By the way, Albert Einstein also said, the intuitive mind is a sacred gift and the rational mind is a faithful servant. We have created a society that honors the servant and has forgotten the gift. Albert Einstein was a deeply creative, intuitive individual. Did you know that? Okay, energy management. How do you manage your energy? How do you manage your life, your emotions, your thoughts? How do you manage yourself? Because at the end of the day, everything is energy. Your thoughts, your emotions, this is all energy at a baseline level. The way most people walk through the world is in a kind of unconscious way. We do the things that we think we have to do. We're just kind of living out our lives the way that we've been told that we should live out our lives. And we're not always cueing in to our body or how we're feeling. And then you get the person that is starting to become a little bit conscious and they start practicing what you might call self-care, where they start to become more in tune with what's happening in their mind and in their body. And they start to note, oh, I'm not feeling great. Maybe I need some self-care. And then you go a step further, you get somebody who's even more in tune with themselves and the fact that they can actually create their own reality and they start to question everything. They start to question why they've chosen the things that they've chosen, if what they've been told is true, should be true for them, and they maybe start to make some different decisions. And I would say at this level is really when you start to hone in on the energy of things. And when I say the energy of things, I mean the energy of life around them, the energy of the people around them, and their own energy within. So when I talk about energy management, I am not just alluding to your own flow of energy. I'm also talking about the energy in the world around you and how your energy in particular interacts with the world around you. Let's begin by cueing into just your energy alone. Think about a time that you were really fucking excited to do something. Just out of your mind excited. Maybe it was to go to a party or maybe it was something within your work or something you were creating or maybe you were getting ready to go on a date with a new person. Just the last time that you were really excited about something. Think about that. Bring that event to mind or just allow that event to kind of pop into your mind. And then once that event that thing is in your mind. Think about the way that you felt in your body, that sort of high energy, buzzy energy. 
and the excitement that you felt. This is what we might call like peak energy. This is when we can more likely reach a state of flow. It's when we're feeling really good. Our energy is really high. And then think about a time now when you were feeling really low and disconnected and um you know the acronym for fear is false evidence appearing real false evidence appearing real meaning you have a story in your head like maybe nobody likes me or i just can't seem to do this right or nothing is ever going my way or i only have bad luck this is false evidence appearing real it's real to you because it's happened. Things have happened, right? So I'm not discounting your reality necessarily. But what I am pointing out is that potentially some of the things that happen to you, you feel stuck in those things because you think that there's no other way, there's no other possibility or potential. So for instance, uh, I had somebody reach out to me on Instagram a couple of weeks ago, and they're really unhappy in their career. And they went to this free class of mine where I talked about old paradigm thinking. And old paradigm thinking is thinking you're stuck. I mean, in and of itself, I would say just baseline old paradigm thinking is thinking that you're stuck. New paradigm thinking is realizing that there's always another way. There's always a way out. If you don't see it yet, it doesn't mean there isn't one. It just means that you haven't seen it yet. So you start opening yourself up to the potential. You actually can say in your mind, okay, show me another way. I know there's another way. I just haven't seen it yet. So this person came to this class where I talked about this, where I talked about if you think you're stuck in your career or there's something about your life that you don't like and you think you're stuck in it, that's old paradigm thinking. That's thinking that nothing will ever change, and this is just the way that life is. Is this just the way that life is, or is there something more going on here? For those of you that listened to the episode titled that a few episodes back, you know what I'm talking about. So they said to me, yeah, really unhappy in my career, but, you know, there's just no way out. And I was kind of shocked because they had gone to this class of mine and yet they still couldn't see that they were in old paradigm thinking. So anywhere in your life that you feel stuck, anywhere in your life that you feel stuck and you and you think to yourself, there's no way out. And it creates these states of despair, despondency for you. You feel super low. You feel disconnected from everyone. Think about your energy and the way you feel in your body when you're in that state. Now contrast those two states of feeling really excited about something versus feeling really low, disconnected, stuck in despair. Okay. Energy management, first and foremost, is the discernment of what state am I in right now energetically? What state am I in right now energetically? What's the feedback from my body telling me? What's the data, the information? What are my feelings? What are my thoughts? That's all coming from energy. That all is energy. So what's my energetic state right now? And then once there is a state of discernment of, okay, this is where my energy is at. This is what I'm feeling, thinking, experiencing. There is the choice of 
okay, what now? Now that I've discerned where my energy is at, what do I do with this energy? Now, there's this phrase in spirituality called spiritual bypassing. What the phrase spiritual bypassing means is that you use a tool like meditation to override what's actually happening. So, for instance, people that are like really, really into meditation or think positive mentality, they will maybe have the skill set of discerning where their energy is at, but then they will say, okay, my energy is low. So, what I'm going to do is I'm going to just go practice meditation or I'm going to just try and think really positive. And what they think they're doing is they think that, well, you know, as Einstein says, match the frequency of the reality you want and you cannot help but get that reality. So these people think, okay, what I need to do is I need to change the frequency of my energy to attract a different reality. So if I want to have really good experiences, then I need to feel really good and that's going to attract really good experiences. So what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to just think positive or I'm going to meditate and try and recenter myself. And that's spiritual bypassing because you're bypassing reality. And the reality is maybe you feel really bad in the moment. That's the reality. Interestingly, you're not actually raising your energetic frequency when you're doing it. You're actually lowering it by spiritually bypassing because you're resisting the truth. You're pretending and you're creating an inner tension within yourself. If you have ever tried to force yourself to be positive, think about this. Say that you're feeling really low. Say something shitty has happened to you and you're feeling really bad. You're feeling really low. Say somebody just hurt your feelings. Maybe somebody just said something shitty to you and you think to yourself, I'm not going to let this person get to me. I'm just going to think really positive and I'm going to move on with my day and everything is fine. Everything is fine. Everything is fine. And you start thinking positive. Okay. I'm really lucky to have this. I'm really lucky to have. Is that real? Like, do you feel actually better in your body when you do that? Honestly, no, you don't. Generally, you probably feel a little bit of inner tension because what that's doing is it's denying your reality. And so there's a part of you that's denying another part of you. So there's a part of you internally that's hurting. And then there's this other part of you that's looking at the part of you that's hurting and saying, stop hurting. You're wrong for hurting. You need to be positive. So that creates an inner tension, an inner conflict within you because you have two parts within you that are in conflict with one another. That is not being in flow. That is actually going to lower your frequency. It's going to make you feel worse. And also, you know what that's doing? You know, Jung said, what you resist persists and grows stronger. So when you resist what you're actually feeling, it's like a boiling pot and then you're putting the lid on it and turning up the pressure, turning up the heat. And eventually, guess what is going to happen with that boiling pot? It's going to flow over. It's going to blow the lid off. And then you're going to have a moment where everything comes crashing down or you snap at somebody and you're not going to maybe even know why, but it's because you've perpetually been bypassing or pretending. And by the way, spiritual bypassing doesn't mean that you necessarily are doing something spiritual to bypass your reality or your actual feelings or emotions. 
It's just a phrase. But you could be bypassing by doing anything. You could be bypassing by turning on Netflix. You could be bypassing by, you know, going out and drinking. You could be bypassing by going on vacation. All these things that people do to push down, compartmentalize, ignore what's really going on. What that is actually doing ultimately is it is lowering your frequency. And the more you do this, the more your frequency lowers and the more difficult it becomes to then raise your frequency. And as Einstein said, match the frequency of the reality you want and you cannot help to get that reality. If you are in a perpetually low energetic frequency, energetic state, you feel low about everything, guess what you're probably going to attract? Now, let me put this into tangible terms because sometimes when we talk about attracting a certain energetic frequency, people balk at the idea or sort of, you know, it's it can be confusing, right? So let's put this in tangible terms so that you can understand a little bit deeper for those of you that aren't maybe vibing with what I'm saying can can see this from a different perspective. So say that you go to a party and there are two different types of people at this party. There's two people at this party that you notice. One person is really excited to be there. Maybe they're going up to the music and they're kind of DJing and then they're dancing around and they're talking to everybody and they're playing ping pong and they're having a really good time. Then you have another person who is sulking. Maybe they are kind of bent over whispering to people or, you know, maybe they're angry. If you just walk into a party and you are there to meet people, which person are you going to be more drawn to? Are you going to be drawn to the person that is really high energy and bouncing around and having a really good time? Or are you going to be drawn to the person who seems angry or bitter and kind of has a defensive posture and isn't making eye contact with you? You see, our energy translates into reality. Our energy manifests into form through our actions, behaviors, our body language, our posture, the way we say things, our tone, the words that we choose to say, who we choose to talk to, when we choose to talk to them, the actions that we take, the choices that we make. Our energy is behind all of those things. And that's why Einstein said everything is energy and that's all there is to it. So if you are in a perpetual low state of energy, if you're always feeling like things never work out for you, if you're feeling really isolated and lonely, if you're feeling anxious all the time, if you're feeling down all the time, there's a good chance that you are going to attract a reality by making decisions or by the way you're acting, etc., that is going to be similar to the one that you're already experiencing. Meaning there's not going to be a lot of change in your life. Things are just going to continue along in the same way that things have already been going. And our lives ebb and flow. Sometimes maybe we're in more of what you might call like a lucky streak. That may be the way that it feels and things are going well. And then maybe things can take a turn and things keep going perpetually downhill. So if something like that were to happen where you're perpetually going downhill or you find yourself in a reality that you're not liking, things that are happening to you aren't making you feel good, you wish different things were occurring for you in your life, then the way that you can change your reality is first change your energy. So if you are able to discern, okay, my energy is low, where do you go from there? Because we've already established what you don't want to do is bypass and pretend. 
This, by the way, is why I don't teach things like meditation right away to people when I'm coaching them, because there is this tendency, meditation, or I would say gratitude, because there's this tendency to use things like meditation and gratitude to bypass what's actually happening. So what do you do? Well, you don't bypass what's actually happening. You acknowledge what is actually happening, how you are actually feeling, and you begin processing. The way to a higher frequency in truth is through, through what you are experiencing, allowing what you are experiencing. So if you are experiencing feelings of sadness or isolation, I would say kind of falling back into that and just saying, yeah, I am. I am. And it's really hard. And acknowledging that that's happening to you. And then, I mean, ultimately, what I would suggest is that you take that information with you to someone that can help you process the information, whether this be, I mean, I always suggest that you have sort of an objective person to do this with, meaning you do it with a a counselor, a coach, a therapist. I don't think that you should be processing in general with friends or family or partners. Now, that's of course not to say that you can't, you know, if you're feeling really low, of course, you, you have these people whose shoulders you can cry on. But ultimately, it's best to have someone that is objective that can support you. Because you can count on them to always be there and there's not an additional strain on your relationship. They don't feel this obligatory burden to be the one to help you all the time. Because there's a healthy energetic exchange there through payment. And so you can always count on them and they don't feel overburdened. And it's just a really healthy dynamic. So you seek out a therapist, let's say, and they help you do some processing And then if you've listened to any of my past episodes, you know, I talk a lot about processing on a superficial layer versus processing the root cause, because there's a root cause to why you are suffering or feeling this low energy. And if you really, really want to raise the energetic frequency that you are experiencing more permanently, then the way to do that is to get to the root cause instead of just putting band-aids on your situation. And by the way, there are a lot of tools to process besides going to a coach or a therapist. Let me give you a few. One is breath work. Now, I know some people who like maybe only do breath work and that's not enough because you also need to know at least a little bit cognitively what's happening to be able to fully process things through. But when we talk about energetic maintenance, breathwork is a really great tool to help shift the states of your nervous system and to move out sort of stuck emotions. So it's, I would say, a great adjunct tool to something like coaching or therapy. Another great tool is my workshop, Trigger Free. My workshop, Trigger Free, will help you get to the root, but will also help you process. In Trigger Free, there is a guided audio process that is exactly what I would take through with somebody in a one-on-one. So in a one-on-one coaching session, which can cost anywhere from like $500 to $1,000, depending on what we're doing, I can take somebody through this one-on-one guided kind of hypnosis slash visualization that can help them process, release any stuck emotions, move their energy so they're feeling better, 
reprogram something at the root and get clarity. This is my most powerful tool. And I wanted to create a way for my existing clients to do this in-between sessions so they could accelerate their transformation on their journey. And that's why I originally recorded the five-step trigger-free process and put it in my workshop trigger-free. And when you listen to this, it may or may not be for sale, but if it's not, you can see in the show notes a way to get on the waitlist when it goes for sale again. This is a really powerful way to manage your energy and to shift your frequency. Okay, so you discern what state am I in right now energetically, and then if you're in a lower kind of energetic frequency, meaning that you're feeling really low, then you ask yourself, what now? You have a choice of what do I do with this energy? What you don't want to do is to bypass the energy with some sort of activity that is going to try and get you to ignore what's actually happening because what you resist persists and actually grows stronger and it ultimately is lowering your frequency even more. So then you want to have a choice to not resist it, to surrender to the process and then actually move into some sort of process to move the energy. And you can do that with processing with a coach or a therapist, with breath work, although that's not the end-all be-all, or you could do this with my workshop trigger-free. There are other ways, but these are like, I would say, some main ways at least that I'm sharing with you right now. What happens when you actually do shift your energy then is that when you process through what's happening, especially with my workshop trigger-free, and I'm not trying to just push this workshop trigger-free, but the, the thing that I built into the workshop trigger-free is to see the gold in your situation. Because every time that you are in a low frequency, there's actually a lesson there. There's there's a bit of gold that you can mine. When we get triggered or we're feeling bad, there's a root cause. And if we can uncover the root cause and sort of tease it out, we can start to see that, oh, there's a lesson here for me. And if I can integrate this lesson, I can permanently shift out of this energy. I can permanently free myself from this situation and I can massively transform my life. So actually, every time that we are in a low energetic frequency, it's a gift to us if we use it as an opportunity. It's a gift if we use it as an opportunity. Because every time we're in a low frequency and we are able to discern it and then make a choice, it's a choice to raise our frequency, to find the gift and elevate our frequency, to make different choices, to see things differently. And I know that this can feel abstract if you haven't done a lot of it, but as soon as you've done it a few times, you start to feel more and more free. You start to feel more amazing. You start to perceive your reality differently. And it almost becomes like addicting because you're like, oh my gosh, I can change my life exponentially in ways I could never have imagined. I'm not stuck in this reality. I'm not stuck in this low frequency. And in fact, every time that I feel low, every time that my energy is in a low frequency, that means I am at a turning point. I'm at a fork in the road. I get to choose. I can change my life. And on the other side of this low frequency is always a higher frequency if I choose correctly. So we process, we move it through, we mine the gold, we see the lesson in our experience, which then allows us to think about ourselves and about our life differently, and then to ultimately choose differently and attract a whole different reality, one that draws in that attracts more good things happening 
to us. We shift from that sort of bitter, angry person at the party to the really excited, elated, ecstatic person at the party. And then our whole reality starts changing. So here's what I want to do. Instead of going into this even more, instead of belaboring this point, I want to create a challenge for you to experiment with this over the next week. What I would really love for you to do is for you to start noticing your energy and how it changes your reality. Notice how am I feeling right now? If you were to set a timer on your phone for three times a day when you wake up, maybe at noon and 5 p.m., just note what your energy is doing, how you're feeling, and then notice how your day moves, what happens in your day. Do this for a week or two to start noticing how your energy, the frequency of your energy actually changes your reality. Because once you can see this, it makes energy management more important to you. You have a new motivation to actually change your energy. So I would say that's experiment one. Do that for a week or two. And maybe in conjunction with this experiment, or maybe directly after you can do experiment two, which is how does my life respond differently when I process how I'm feeling, acknowledge how I'm feeling? And by the way, as a adjunct for how you can process, I would say journaling, freeform writing, just journaling, writing everything out, setting a timer for five minutes and just writing, writing, writing. That's another great way of kind of moving your energy, of acknowledging how you're feeling and processing and getting some of it out. Journaling, breath work, trigger free, and then working with a processor, either a coach or a therapist. Doing one of those four things and then watching how your energy shifts, and then how your life shifts around you. Everything is energy, and that's all there is to it. Match the frequency of the reality you want, and you cannot help but get that reality. It can be no other way. This is not philosophy. This is physics. That's it for today, all. This is just an energetic experiment. And what I would love for you to do is let me know how it goes for you. Let me know what you're finding. What is the result of experiment one and two for you? Do this with a friend. Send this episode to a couple people that you know, and maybe do this with a friend. See what happens. I'm sure we'll have some follow-up episodes on energetic maintenance and how to create a reality that you're wanting. Take care, everybody. Until next time, be well, my friends.